What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Chilling Adventures of Sabrina Season 3, Episode 5. And it's called Chapter 25 The Devil Within. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines of the episode. So be sure to stick around for that. We also have our contest going on right now for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and pop socket. To enter, all you need to do is comment and on our iTunes page and you'll be entered in the draw. We are extending this contest to the end of Riverdale Season 4, so you got lots of time to enter. As always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into the episode, y'all. What'd you so, say? I lo- I'm loving this season. I don't know what else to say. It's been yeah. so great. What did you think? I know. I 100% agree. I think it was a great episode. Um, I was sick when I watched this episode for oh. the first time. I think I've watched it three times over because I think I was in like a like medicine like haze. <laughs> I was like, wait, did I? I don't remember what I just watched. Am I alive? So, yeah, yeah, I watched it a couple of times, but it was really good and was really well done. So, for sure. So, just covering off what happened last episode, um, it ends off with Nick over basically overdosing on the drugs, the drugs that the devil got, and the and Satan's gone. He's missing. So this this scene starts off. The whole episode starts off with. Sabrina, Ambrose, and Nick, and they're in some, like, next room in the academy, and Nick is passed out, but he's also, like, handcuffed, and right away, Sabrina's not mad, but she's also just like, what did you do? She's, like, Like, disappointed. For sure. And she's like, you need help, and we're going to get you- rehab. Yeah, he needs rehab. He needs to get detoxified, and Ambrose is like, we have this thing. It takes, like, 30 days. And Sabrina's like, but we need it, like, right about now. And so this egg that's sitting in the tank, uh, according to Ambrose, if he, I don't know if he has it in his possession or if he has to, like, drink the water or, like, what it is, but it has something to do with the egg um, and it will help warp time in terms of, like, making it faster. Like, so his recovery will be faster. Um, And I was like, okay, cool. That's a pretty good way to explain why you guys are going to just, like, skip this forward. But um, he gets, he starts lashing out right away, like just like an addict would. He's like, "I hate you, Sabrina. I can't believe like I fucking hate you." Like, so he just starts to get really angry, and that's when um, she just like dips. She's just like sad, and she's like, "Oh God, this poor guy." Um, so then it cuts to Sabrina with the gang. She finally visits her human friends, like after yep, a full day. Finally, and for Rosen. She's like stone. And Sabrina explains, she's like, I don't think that Roz is in a lot of trouble um, because she's probably not dead. And she explains that these carnival people are pagans. Um, And um, then as she's like explaining this, this is when Wardwell comes by and she's like, well, now you got to come to hell. We got to like talk about some stuff. The second, I guess, uh, regalia starts and she needs to find Pontius Pilate's bowl and or a crown was it the bowl or the crown it's the bowl oh, it's the bowl it's the, the crown yeah, yeah. was last yeah yeah so this one and then she's like um i don't got time for this right now so i'm a pass and right away she's like you can't pass this. yeah like this you can't not- pass like- yeah you can't just like do this and wardwell does go in on her she's like 
this is pretty much all your fault. So everything that's falling apart, yeah. the fact that you don't want to claim the throne, this is the reason why yeah. your entire coven is fucked up. That was a big like that was a big Huge. like realization for her and she was like, "Oh fuck, like it is my fault." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was funny because when the originally when I wrote the notes for this, I was like this can't be Wardwell for real. Like Wardwell wouldn't be going in so hard on her. This must be like Satan taking like shape shifting. Yeah. Cause I was sure that like Wardwell would never make Sabrina feel this bad, but sure enough, it was actually Wardwell yeah. just like, like spilling all the tea and saying like, yeah, you need to like take ownership on this. And even her entire coven, including her aunts were like, yeah, it sounds like you probably can't. Fucking it was. Yeah. No, it needed up. to be said. It needed to be said. Yeah. Um, and so then at that point in time, that's when she accepts a challenge. So then it cuts to Wardwell and Sabrina. And they're just like talking about this bowl and where to find it. And the bowl apparently is in Jerusalem, but it's locked in some sort of eternal time loop where this situation keeps happening over and over again and they can't yeah. get it out of there. And Sabrina's like, well, if it's stuck in a fancy time loop, I do have a magic fancy pantsy egg that I can what use. What did you what did you think about that whole fancy egg Ambrose storyline connecting um, to this? Did you find it a little cheesy? Did you find it a little too good to be true? See, I like, will think that it's cheesy if this egg doesn't have a larger purpose outside of this totally. episode. Yeah, if totally. It, if it was only for this episode, I'd be like, yo, that's why he pulled the fucking egg out of the ocean yeah. and killed a person. Like, come on. That's stupid. But and I would like to know a little bit more information because if that is all also, we get from it, I'm like, what? Yeah, and also like we have never talked about time warping until now, yeah, and yeah. now there's like a magical egg in the in the story too. I'm like, okay, this is like too good to be true. Like, right, and and like that's a pretty big power to be able to warp time. Huge, like, that's yeah, huge man. <laughs> huge. So it'll be interesting to see if that does play a larger but part. But you know like, what? Maybe, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, but you know what? Maybe that's also gonna be like. Blackwood's like re-entry into the coven they're gonna be like thank you so much for like bringing this egg from like fucking wherever Scotland it came from you know because like it was right. really him doing it like he's the one who like like brought it up found so, it yeah you know maybe they'll be like we would be nothing without this egg and you so I don't know okay. I don't know if I would want him back for that reason but I do agree that the the egg has to have a larger story yeah maybe maybe like I can only predict that if it has to do with time that maybe he Caliban gets the last one. He becomes king, and then she like reverses time oh, to for sure like, get it from him or something. Like yeah, there yeah. has to be something that has to do with her using this egg to like achieve some goal outside of this episode. So um, anyway, so that that kind of is her mesh mission this episode. And it cuts to Hilda talking to Sabrina, and Sabrina's like, "Hey, how's it going?" And Hilda's just like so focused on this fly, but she does turn her face at one point and Hilda has the biggest pimple, pimple on her face. Like it's so big. I'm like, how did Sabrina not even notice this situation? Like she didn't even yeah. notice that her aunt has a gigantic thing on her face. Um, and I was like, girl, you need to get glasses because that was pretty fucking big. Then it cuts to Theo and Harvey. And they're with Roz. And this is when Robin comes in. He's like, oh, like, what is this? I don't understand. And I'm like, 
if he's going to pretend that he doesn't know what's going on right now, I've lost all respect for him because I just feel like it's time for him to tell the truth, um, which I know that by the end of the episode, he does do that. But in this moment, I was like, I don't know if I'll ever forgive the the fact that he's like held on to this information, you know, like it's pretty tight. And basically, he did, like, get them into that situation. He didn't warn them. 100%. He warned his family instead. And, like, it's fucked. So then it cuts to Prudence with Agatha. And as you remember, Agatha is cray-cray now. And Prudence tries to use a spell on her or try to tap into her mind and try to slow it down to understand what's going on. And she sees all these visions. And she finally hones in on one of the visions And she sees what Agatha saw before she went crazy. And it was the fawn, um, Mm -hmm. that that main guy. But more specifically, it's the pagan god Pan. Um, And as soon as they discover what that is, because Ambrose is kind of listening in on what uh, she's saying, she's hearing and saying. And that's when he loses his mind, too. He's like, oh, shit, we're fucked. If it's Pan, it's even worse than we thought it was going to be. He's going to come in and try to, like, destroy everything. And so, like, the stakes have now gone even higher. Yeah. Um, I do love and, like, I know that we've already referenced American Gods, like, three times this this season so far. But it really does go back to that whole, like, ancient gods versus the new world situation. I do Um, think, though, I do think... Um, that they haven't really been expositional in 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 a in a way that I kind of wanted them to be more on the gods because right. if you don't know anything about the gods and like those different like like the sex like you wouldn't Types really people, yeah you know like you wouldn't know any of this and like considering that like the demographic for the show is like a little bit younger still yeah. um you know I don't know if everyone is still um kind of with it and understanding the mythology behind it all and all that kind of stuff but i don't know like yeah you're right like it is cool but if you don't really know it then you're gonna be like what the f's going on like right who are pagans like like why why do i care who is pan you know what i mean like yeah like all these things yeah um no that's a good point um so anyway it cuts to dorian's and sabrina and will just go right through the painting and they're now in jerusalem um and the whole place is kind of like all like beaten down or whatever. And she pours the water that she takes from the egg and she pours it all over herself and she does a spell and she's now back in time. And so she walks toward this, uh, like, I guess the altar or whatever, where the where the bowl is. And Pontius Pilate basically arrests her. She, he's like, stop right there. And so he stops her in the middle of the field. Then it cuts back to the church. So the church of the dark night, I guess the, the old church that has been abandoned and two of the students, I forget the girl's name and the guy, I think his name is Melvin. They're talking and they're like, yo, Sabrina, it's all Sabrina's fault that this is all happening. We should maybe give her up and we should go back to, maybe we should start praying to the Dark Lord again. Like, what should we do? Maybe we should go talk to the pagans and just kind of like just join them. And uh, Blackwood slash Satan show up and um, get them to like push them into that direction. Basically, he shows up and he's like, what are you doing here, children? You need to go and you need to talk to the new pagan gods or whatever. 
And so then that's when they both run away. Um, the one thing that I need to shout out to is the fact that motherfucking Blackwood has like dreads. Like he looks like yeah. fucking, <laughs> He's he looks like, like that guy. What's his name? Um, the pirate, Pirates of the Caribbean. What's his face? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Yeah. I was like, so he looks so weird. Um, but anyway, so he's now like trying to instigate things. And because he's been released and he's kind of roaming around, he starts to wreak havoc on the coven. So this is the first thing that he does. So cutting back to the academy, Ambrose realizes talking to like upon all his research, he's like, we need to call everybody together. I think we need to find a way to get all of the witches into one place, like all these people who have uh, broken up and bring them back here so we can fight against these pagans. And he said, one way to amplify our magic is to create like a circle of stones, just like Stonehenge. Yeah. And yeah. Um, this is when Prudence is like, well, we're not going to go to Scotland or England or wherever the hell the Stonehenge is. And she's like, yeah. we can't do that. And he's like, well, there's stones that are in the the forest right here in Greendale we just need to raise them up and then bring them. He in literally, to like, he has literally had an answer for every single everything. thing the yeah. last three episodes. Like, yeah, he knows everything about anything because I guess like he's been trapped inside for like his whole life. So like, I guess he's read every single book ever. Yeah. So I'm like, this guy's like so clutch. Like, what would they he's do without so Ambrose? Helpful. I know. Like, they literally like he tells all the answers. So that's gonna be their mission. But then it cuts to Zelda and Hilda talking. And this is when Hilda and Zelda are just like, Zelda's very distracted. Hilda's kind of covering up her face. She doesn't want her sister to see it. And um, while they're talking, a weird thing happens where she kind of like opens up her mouth. Hilda opens up her mouth and a web literally like shoots out. Yeah. And then she so eats the, like, like all this stuff is happening to her now. And uh, that's when Ambrose is like, we got to do the summoning spell. And everything is kind of just like moving at a fast pace, which I kind of like. I like the fact that they're shoving everything in your face, but it's not like too much at the same time. Everything kind of has its own place. Yeah, and, and it has a purpose too. Yeah, so. it's really cool. But I do feel bad that like Hilda is cursed right now. Like she's the nicest one of all of them. And she's just yeah. like slowly but surely turning into a spider. I'm like, this is so unfair. Um, so cutting back to Jerusalem and for the rest of this, I put it all into like one gap cause it ju just keeps cutting back and forth, but yeah. I'm like, let's just like do it all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So she's in the jail and sure enough, Caliban has already arrived in jail and she's like, how did you even get here? And he says that he had some sort of time stone, um, which is the thing that was just up the hill, the thing that she kind of came from with Wardwell. And he's like. Yeah, you just touch it and you like say a spell and like, you're good. Like literally teleport and she's yeah. like, oh, cool, thanks. She's like, right, 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 right. So um, he's in jail and there's this guy, Barabbas, who's in jail with them. And he's from the Bible as well. He's like the one that Pontius Pilate releases and then he crucifies Jesus and everybody else. And um, he says to them, he's like, you guys are going to be crucified and then you guys are going to die. This happens every single time somebody arrives here um and she he says like 
you're going to see the bowl like five seconds before you die because you're going to be on a stage that keeps getting played out over and over and over again because I guess that's Pontius Pilate's like hell. Like he just keeps reliving that same experience. And she's like, in that moment, I'm going to steal that bowl. And Caliban obviously is like, oh, you're going to steal it? I'm going to steal it. And I'm like, girl, can you not keep your mouth like shut and like bring it down a few levels so he doesn't know your plan? (laughs) And... um. She does call him out, though, which is kind of good that, like, she does say this to him. She's like, have some honor. You're like, you, yeah. you know, you stole that crown from me. You left me to die. Like, the hell doesn't need someone who's going to be, like, such a it's snake. It's true. Like, I'm should, so happy that, have that I'm so happy that she said it and that they connected those two storylines yeah. together in this episode. And, like, yeah, his face was like, oh, fuck. Like, I done fucked up. Like. I right. should have done it the right way. Do it the honorable way. Like, if you're going to beat her, beat her the right way. Don't, like, cheat to beat her, you know? But at the same time, what do those values have for a literal demon? Like, why, I know. Does, I why would he even care? You, you know? Like, in the greater sense, you're right. But I guess within their own universe and, like, the confines of, like, the show, they have to have something, some sort of code you know, that they, like, have to abide by or, like, respect or honor or whatever. So I still so liked how, like, it all came together and, like, she she did tell him that. So I'm going to ask you this right now because we've been making a lot of connections with Buffy, right? Yeah. And um, Spike, if you guys don't know the show, you should. But um, Spike becomes a character who was a vampire, then falls in love with Buffy. And then they end yeah. up having a relationship. Yeah. Do you feel like Caliban can have that role in this storyline where he's bad, but he wants to be good, but he is born evil? Huh. It's interesting that you compared the two of them because I would never have compared them. But I guess I guess you could. I guess like he. I mean, Spike would definitely had a better like story arc. He was like yeah, yeah, really yeah. bad before. He was really then... bad. But no, I can definitely see it. I think for me, the first hint was, you know, um what's his face nick saying oh like she has a suitor in hell right you know it's like the minute he said that i was like oh okay like are they gonna try to pin sabrina with caliban um and i think it will be interesting i think it will be cool to see if he does try to become good and she falls in love with him in that sense like i don't know there's so much potential here and also there's so many dicks that she's got like in her corner. yeah like like, swinging around i'm like good for you (laughs) she's got fucking this guy um so yeah even after he says she says like have more honor he like gets hornified he's like "Ooh, okay i'll be i'll be more i'll be more honorable so one of the things that have to happen is the one of the prisoners have to take like a hundred lashings like whips and he takes it he he volunteers as tribute yeah, he's like for i'll her. do it for you sabrina don't you worry my little baby doll you got yeah, that porcelain like- skin you can't hurt that skin <laughs> and she's like yeah but she's like you're gonna get hurt and he's like nah he's like i made a clay hard <laughs> as rock <laughs> he's like i can't like it won't hurt me like he's like it won't yeah. do anything to me because my body's made of clay so he basically yeah, yeah he volunteers as tribute and i was like oh damn that was kind of hot like yeah. He's like sacrificing himself for her. He even says he's like, "You're too cute for scars." Yeah, Wait. I'm like, I'm like Ooh. "Oh, I'm like, are you flirting in hell?" Oh my gosh! Um, and I was like, "Sabrina, keep your pants on, like, chill, like you." <laughs> but she didn't make a. But they didn't make her have a face. She was kind of like, "Okay, cool, thanks." Like she wasn't flirting really with him. 
No, no, she wasn't, but she just was making faces, which was like, oh, 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 oh. like oh, she was, was just she? Like, I didn't even notice. Yeah, I feel like she was making faces. <laughs> I feel like you were uh, just excited. <laughs> um, so then, um, she wants to find out exactly what happens when Barabbas gets pardoned. She's like, she's like, give me the details of exactly what happens on that stage. So Barabbas is like, oh, you have an idea to break this like cycle that just keeps Cause happening? Because he basically lives in a loop, right? His yes, whole story arc a- is like a loop. So, yeah. and this was really cool. Like, I was really kind of blown away with like the this the way that they show the audience and how it all like like opens up. And yeah. Um. So I so can I just say it like how he, yeah yeah. She basically glamours as him in the moment where, like, um, he has his loop where he gets out of the cage or, like, he the cell released. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, like, by that point, like, she gets the bowl, but then it's her. And then she's like, ha, 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 it was me the whole time. Yeah. And then she, like, runs away and, like, escapes, but leaves Caliban back there. Right. Right. She's like, fuck so you. It was a pretty, yeah, it was a pretty tight moment. But at the same time, she did feel bad. But she like didn't really have a choice. Like, she No, really and I was like, fuck that shit. I'm like, he fucking screwed you over last week. Like, don't feel bad right now. Like, he did the exact same thing to her literally last week. So I didn't feel no ways about it. She's got to do what she's got to do. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But it was a really cool sequence because they like it kind of tricked me. And I was like, ooh, I'm like, yeah. I like that. I love the fact that Sabrina does have these moments where she like literally like tricks everybody, including the audience. I'm like, yeah, good job, girl. You need those moments, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah. So when she returns back with the bowl, um, Wardwell's like, okay, time to go to hell, and she's like, no, we're gonna deal with my crew first. We have to like heal them and fix them first, and then we can go to hell. And she's she doesn't say she's like, I feel bad for leaving Caliban, and Wardwell's like, well. He's kind of stuck in that time loop forever. So, like, there's nothing you can do anyway. Um, So, she's like, it's over. Um, So, then cutting to, I guess, it's Cerberus' bookstore. Um, He bumps into a bunch of the uh, jocks at school. Yeah, the bullies. And they, like, take his hat and they're making fun of him. And he says something like, the darkness is coming. You will all suffer. Like, he says something freaking weird. And then right before he's able to, like, yell it even louder, Theo comes in and he's like, what's going on here, Robin? Like, stop, boys. And then all the guys stop because they respect Theo like that. Yeah. And um, that's when they kind of have a conversation at the Pops Diner, like fake Pops Diner. And they talk about transitioning and the fact that, yeah. um, you know, Theo... Uh, like the feelings that he had and how hard it was for him to come out to his dad and then come out to his friends. And um, I think it's not only just a really cool moment to see him talking about transitioning, but also um, how uh, it, it shows that Robin's also kind of like understanding him a little bit more too. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely was very like sympathetic and like, he seemed very like into Theo's story, genuinely like concerned and like interested in like this person's story, you know? And to me that meant a lot because I was like, okay, I think like Robin's like actually there's something good in him somewhere, you know? I was, I was kind of worried because he does start talking about his family and how he's like, my family's just been doing all these things for so many years. And I just want to kind of like lay down my own roots and like hang out. And, um, she like yeah i don't know how i'm gonna feel unless this goes 
overwhelmed. I you know think what it's I mean? going like, to go in a good way. I think like it's important. It's an interesting story to like uncover with him and his background. It's like, although you've led this life, um, like in terms of your family, who yeah. do you choose to live now? Yeah. You know, not true. necessarily like your sexuality or like your gender, but like in a sense of like, you know, his whole family is like pagan, but he's like, fuck that shit. Like, I want to be something else. Like, or I want to like actually right. make roots somewhere. And like, you know, so that'll be interesting to, to, to explore if he does stick around, if his character like does stick around. Yeah. Um, but we'll get back to them because they have another scene later. But before that, uh, the pagans uh, are at the carnival. And this is when the two students from the coven, they come and see them. And they're like, hey, we're going to join you guys. We're sorry about it. And the pagan gods, I guess Pan, we can say Pan now. He's like, okay, thank you. And he slits the girl's... No, he doesn't slit the girl's throat. Uh, Somebody stabs her in like the neck. And then she dies. And he's like, well, the best way to be a part of this crew is if we sacrifice with blood. And so she dies. Melvin runs away. I don't know why they didn't just grab him and like... Like, you know, I don't know why they let him go. But anyway, they let him go. And... Uh, in the corner like it pans over and uh, Johnny Depp is like in the corner and he's like ha 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 like these guys better die die like they deserve to die too um, and by Johnny Depp obviously I mean Blackwood slash Satan um, then it cuts to the academy and Hilda is literally turning into a spider and it's making me want to fucking yak like she's yeah, it's in disgusting. the mirror it is such a gross scene. She's in the mirror. She sees the pimple and it's getting so big. And then she pops it and then like fucking spiders come out. And I'm like between her and fucking Dorian, like Greendale's got an acne problem. And they everybody needs fucking uh, proactive. Up proactive. In here. Like they need to figure their lives out. Um, so back at the garage, Harvey's just like playing guitar and he's just like hanging out. And the Dark Lord kind of possesses his areas vicinity and he's like yo you know what you should do because like you don't want like you want to do something about the situation with your girlfriend you should go back to the carnival and beat everybody up and he's like yeah great idea i'm gonna do that i'm like fucking harvey you idiot why are you listening to your stupid inside voice like stop doing stupid shit so uh theo and robin are hanging out in in his room and they're making out And I just like, like I said before, I was like, I don't want to feel awkward about Robin because I don't know how to feel about him anymore. Like, is he good? Is he bad? But you hear a little bit more about his story. Like we were saying about the fact that he wants to kind of like leave roots and stay in one place. He does also say that he's very different from the rest of his family, which makes me feel like he might have been like adopted or like, I I don't think that he's magical. Like, I don't think he has any actual powers. No, no, yeah. So it sounds like he's almost like uh, like maybe he's human. But I also have a theory that maybe they like made him just like Caliban is like from clay. Like maybe he's from plants. Like maybe he's not even a real person. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. it seems that he's not really uh, he's not either here nor there. Like he's he's not really a human. Like it, is, it seems like he knows how to do human things. But I don't know. I just have a theory because his hair is green and I'm like, they would do something like that. 
Um, and then he does say something around like, I've never had roots like that. Like I haven't like lived in one place. As soon as he said roots, I'm like, he's a plant. <laughs> like he must True. be a plant. I don't know how you feel about that theory, but that's my that's my theory right now. And then right in that moment, they get a phone call from Harvey, and Harvey's like, I'm gonna go and kill those people. I'm gonna go to the carnival. And uh Theo's like, no, that's a really bad idea. Please don't do that. And he hangs up and then now Theo and Robin have to run and stop Harvey from being a fucking idiot. Um, so cutting back to the academy, uh, Sabrina comes in with this magic bowl, and right away I was like, Can they please just use this for something? Like right now, um, they do later, but not in this moment. And it cuts to Agatha and she's still messed up, but she's now tied up like she's tied up in a corner and uh, the Dark Lord shows up and he comes in with like a hammer. And first I was like, oh, my God, he's going to go and like fucking kill this woman. But he does say, like, seek your revenge. Like he's like these your coven like put you on the side tip and they like covered you up. And now you're crazy in this area by yourself. He's like, you should like attack them now. So back to like the stones. So now Ambrose has the stones. He's ready to like do this spell and they're calling on the witches. He's like trying to send out the signal. And just as it's about to reach like a peak, this is when Agatha comes in and she breaks one of the stones and it breaks the entire communication. And again, their uh, plan is like gone to shit. It's gone to shit again. And and even Ambrose is like, we didn't even get the signal out. Like, we're fucked now. And they, yeah, they stop Agatha. And this is also when Melvin comes in. And he's like, yo, they never wanted to, like, save us. They never wanted to give us an option. They're just going to kill us anyway. Zelda's just like, yeah, obviously, we're, we're fucked either way. Um, so then it cuts to the carnival. And Harvey is with his boys. And by boys, I mean like his new friends. Because I don't think that they're friends in high school in real life. Um, but she, he called up the football players. Yeah, I'm like, the, they're not even friends. I'm I like, know. he doesn't have those jock friends. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I was like, sure. Plot hole. But uh, they all go around the carnival and they're just smashing shit up. They're like, let's go off. They're, they're like, like, come out, everything. you weirdos. Come out. Yeah. So sure enough, the snake um, lady like comes out. It was the snake lady, right? Like yeah, the sex the snake, freak. The no, it, yeah, it was the fortune teller. She's the fortune teller. Oh, the fortune teller. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, oh yeah, she's like, come closer, come closer. <laughs> and then like they were all kind of like around her, right? Like they were, yeah, gonna hit her or something. They're, no, well they were like, cause she's like, okay, if you want to talk to me, like take me with you. Yeah. So they're like, okay, cool. So all the football players like grab her and they're like, come with us. And Harvey's kind of like standing behind, and she was like, "You can't do anything to Matt." She's and like, then, "Oink oink, bitches!" <laughs> yeah, and they all turn into pigs, and Harvey's like, "Harvey's Uh-oh. like, uh, yeah." Like he's um, so stupid for thinking just that useless. he can figure this out on his own. Like, just stop. That's what I mean. Just a dumbass. And that's the thing. I don't care if the Dark Lord had something to do with this. I'm like, Harvey, you already did this last episode and you fucked like, up. He's Why would you do it again? Up more. Yeah. Just stay where you are. Um. So, really quickly before we cut back to the carnival, it does show that Nick is still sick. And um, it's not working. Like the treatment that they're doing is not working as fast as it should. And they realize that the leeches that are like kind of sucking all the toxic toxins out of him 
are like dying. They're not like yeah, and they're, they're filled surviving. with like black, like they're filled with like black like liquid. Yeah. So it's not enough. Like it, their leeches are not enough to suck the devil out of uh, out of Nick. Right. So they have to try to figure out what that is. But really quickly, cutting back to the carnival, Theo shows up with Robin. And um, now Harvey's like, well, now we're fucked. Like these guys are pigs now. And I, I don't know what to do. Um, and Theo's like, oh, you idiot. And so cutting back to Ambrose and Sabrina with Nick, um, they find out that the blood is um, something called the Dark Lord's Residue. Yeah. And basically it's like tar in your lungs if you're a smoker. Like it just like stays with you um, and it's hard to get rid of. So this was a really, really cool scene. I really like the visuals of this scene. Um, And so basically what they have to do is somehow take that dark residue, that blackness out of Nick, but the leeches weren't working. Um, So of course, Ambrose again with like the fucking like 800th like solution to their problem was like the only way we can extract um, the devil's blood is using someone else's blood who's like even stronger right right um and obviously sabrina's like okay that's me obviously because like no one else is smart like stronger than me <laughs> I right? tribute, I guess, yeah. yeah so he's like it's literally only you um and then she basically like cuts herself over nick's body um right. her blood drip this was so well done too yeah her, her blood so like crazy. trickles over like nick's body and then the devil's blood starts coming out of nick's nose and it kind mm. of like meets with um sabrina's blood and yeah. it like kind of explodes and like it jumps up into the air. It's and like then, Venom from uh, yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, like, it's it looked like that. Like that. Like, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. And then she's like, oh, she's like, this cool. And he's like, bitch, she's like, put that shit away. He's like, put it into like a thing. <laughs> so they put it, what do they put it into? Like a bowl or something? Yeah, so it's, this is when they actually like use the bowl that she got from hell or from Jerusalem. Yeah. She like puts it, puts her hand in it and it dies in there or like it just like stays inside the yeah, bowl. Yeah, yeah. And um, they're and like, he's now like, we can... ooh, he's like energy, so much he's energy. Like, I need to study this now as well. Yeah. So <laughs> he like take, he's like, I'm gonna take the blood, and then yeah. you can take the bowl back down to hell. Um, so then again, Hilda and Zelda are talking, and this time Hilda is like, something's wrong with me. I need to tell you something. I need to tell you something. And Zelda is not paying attention whatsoever. She's like, I. She's like, don't talk about yourself so much. You know, the cov- the entire coven's in, in trouble. Uh, we're totally fucked. And um, that's when Ambrose comes in with that dark essence. And he's like, we might be able to use this for something, um, which you find out at the very end. Um, so then it cuts to Sabrina and Nick. And they have a conversation, which Such is a good really, scene. really So good. now he's sort of back to normal, right? He's kind of back like... To normal. Sort of himself in a better sense. Like the blood's like out of him. Um, and she's all excited. She's like, oh my God, you're better now. She's like, you're healed. She's like, now like everything can go back to normal. And right. what did you think? Like, did you actually believe that everything is going to go back to normal? No, because... And I think that's... It's just like... Just like real life. I mean, it's not exactly like real life, but... When someone has deals with something that traumatic, you can't just be like, okay, let's move on with our lives. Yeah. Like, that's not how it works. And that's that's why I don't like, there is that naivete in her and like, she doesn't understand like how big this issue is. And like, yeah, like she's like, everything's good, right? Like she's like, we can go back to how we were. Like, girl, did you just miss like episode like four to seven? Like yeah. you guys are not okay. Like he's fucked up. Like 
he needs time. I think it was, it's I just, think it was I don't more know. just the fact that, like, yeah, she's definitely naive, but she's also very optimistic. Like, she's also very hopeful that everything's just going to be okay. It's more because, than optimism, though, for me. To me, yeah. it's like she's just being, like, ignorant. She's Delusional. being a child. Yeah. yeah. But I think that, like, it's one of those situations, too, where all you want is for things to go back to normal. And because that's all you can do because the alternative yeah, is what they're true. not going to be together yeah, yeah. they're going to break up he's going to be sad she's going to be sad like that's the other side of it so she was just trying to do whatever she could to kind of make it work out and he says like these this can't go back to normal you know i have to d- figure out if what i said to you when i was possessed by your dad like was actually true like when he went off on her in the woods last episode he needs to like figure out if that's how he really felt yeah, yeah. or if it was like something like from the dad. Yeah. So it's just all these things. He's like, we need to break up. I feel like I'm just a distraction to you. You literally are the queen of hell. You need to figure out your life. And you'll, if I'm in your life right now, you're just going to give it all up for me. And it was very much that Buffy angel moment where for like, sure. he needs to be like, you need to move on with your life. Like I'm just fucked up. And, don't stay with me. Um, it was really sad, but it was a really, really good scene to see. Yeah, they, it was really good. They both acted really, really well out of it. And it ends off in like such a amazing... Like, I love this moment so much for so many reasons. First of all, she ends it off with them. Like, they're about to like close off their relationship. And she says like, kiss me, please. And he's like, if I kiss you, Spellman, I'll never be able to walk away. And I was like, it was was so cute. And then she's like, I love you. And then right after that, I thought it was so cool because Wardwell, I think, comes out of nowhere and she kind of like jumps in and is that person for Sabrina. where She basically says like, you know, like queens are not supposed to cry. Like you need to like be stronger than this. And I was like, wow. It was such a cute moment for her to come through for her. And it's what we've been saying this whole time between their like their dynamic. The fact that, you know, in the very beginning, like remember all the way from season one, like Wardwell wanted to kill Sabrina. Now we're here in season three and she's so supportive of her. She wants her to be like a strong person. And I don't know if it necessarily has to do with her own selfish intentions of, you know, being the leader of hell either. Like she's realizing that she's put a lot of um, kind of thing on sabrina to be that person for her like she's relying on sabrina quite a bit but at the same time i feel like she's also like learning to uh, like care for sabrina and like teach her to be strong and teach her to be uh you know that person when her aunts are like losing their fucking mind i'm so glad that wardwell is there for her you know in this way yeah totally so then it cuts to theo harvey and robin and they're all kind of just like hanging out and they're like, well, we need to tell you something um, about the situation. We didn't tell you the full truth the last time. So here it is. And then Robin says, before you say anything, I need to tell you something. We don't see this scene, but like we're assuming that now Robin is going to yeah. like, explain himself. Yeah. So then it cuts to Dr. Cerberus uh, at the bookstore. So sad. And it's so sad. It's one of the saddest scenes. It's closed now, but literally Hilda is a spider. Like there's eye, she has extra eyeballs now. Um, she has like shit coming. Like she just looks. Yeah, she's looking it's like so a spider gross. more and more. So fucked and up. And 
the actress Lucy uh, Davis, Davis like yeah. killed it. She was like crying and she's trying to keep herself together because she can hear Dr. Cerberus and he's like, the store is closed. And then she walks in. She glamours. Yeah, she glamours herself so he doesn't see her as a spider. Yeah. And but it keeps cutting back and forth between him seeing her and she's like, I just wanted a hug for the end of the day and I just missed you. And he gives her a hug, but then when it cuts to her point of view, she's like bawling and she's a spider. She's and like it's ugly just like as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It was such a good scene. I don't know. Like I can't wait to see what's gonna happen with that. Because yeah. like I just feel so bad for her, you know? Yeah, and I just I love the out. fact that I, I love the fact that they gave this to her. Like you never think that they're gonna go this far with these kind of side stories, but they are. They're it seems like they're going pretty in deep with this yeah. story with Hilda and Cerberus, and I love it. It was great. So back in hell, Sabrina comes in and she's like, "I got the bowl up in here," and everybody's like, "But where's Caliban at? Like, what happened to him?" And uh, she's like, um, I couldn't save him. He was like stuck in a loop or whatever. So he did. And they're like, oh. And then Caliban's like, I'm here now. And so he shows up, obviously. And he calls her out now. So yeah. as you remember, like in the beginning, she called him out for being like not a good person. And he calls her out being like, you didn't even save me. Like you literally, your plan was to like leave me in the dust. So fuck you. And... um that's kind of how the rivalry keeps going. And uh, now they have just that one more mission before someone claims the throne. Uh, the one thing that I will say, <laughs> which was kind of a shitty thing for Sabrina to have done. Um, Wardwell's like happy because she's like, good job. I can't believe like we got our first like task done. And she says like, oh yeah, like the Dark Lord would like be so cheese if he knew that this was happening. And then Sabrina's like, oh, so what happened was is um he's a gone now. He's yeah. completely been released. Like she he's out. like she freaked out. Lost her mind. She's like, yeah. why would you not tell me this? I can't believe you. Like, wouldn't tell me. Like, he's gonna kill me if he finds me down here. And I got really scared because they just had such a sweet moment with each other, like Wardwell and Sabrina. Do you think this is going to affect their relationship? Yeah, or do you think I that mean, they're just going to band together and be like, let's just fucking do yeah, it, you know? I don't know how far they're going to how far they're going to take it. Like, I don't know if they're going to kill her off, but like he's definitely going to come back with a vengeance. He's going to fuck yeah. some shit up. So we need to be ready for that. But even the relationship that happened with Sabrina and Wardwell, like they just mended it. And now, like. She can't even trust Sabrina. No, I don't Sabrina's think she like was that crazy. cheesed. I don't think she was like pissed. She was more like, girl, are you dumb or something? She's like, why wouldn't you tell me? I she think was more it's like just, scared. Yeah, I think she was just terrified for her life because she's like, he's right. going to kill us both. Like, Right. Um. So that's how that ends. And then it cuts back to the academy and Ambrose tells uh, everybody like we're gonna use this blood whatever to seal the academy so you just put it around all the doors and the pagans shouldn't be able to come inside and sabrina comes back and she's like i'm here now like we're gonna like figure this out together and like everybody shows up so like right before the episode ends all the witches hear the call so it turns out yeah. the messaging like actually worked yeah and grilla from like season two or whatever the christmas episode 
she comes back and then like all these like disco witches come back they're like hey girl hey girl hey girl and the voodoo queen from uh new orleans shows up as well so oh i didn't even notice that everybody yeah everybody comes to one place and it's funny because remember i was saying in the first episode i was like are they gonna ever go back to yeah. new orleans yeah but it looks like the voodoo queens come back like she's now in their it's world cool. i so. like that i'm glad that they made that connection um the one thing that this episode ends off with is gorillas like Everyone in this house will die because you summoned us. But you're gonna die from this chocolate cake. Hey girls. Like I don't know what they're gonna do, but yeah. how I don't know how they're gonna like transition to the next episode. I know that they wanted to leave us on a cliffhanger, but I'm like, they're obviously not gonna kill everybody in the house. So like what's the situation? How are they gonna like de escalate this conversation? Um, we shall see. So that is the end of the episode. Let's get into our Recap Roundups. Recap Roundups. Best, best moment. Um, yeah, I think my best moment, it's going to go to the Nick and Sabrina breakup. Um, the yeah. whole episode was great. Like, it really was so fast-paced and, like, so intense. But that moment kind of just, you know, it's, it's the moment. It's, like, the big moment. And Nick is really the one that has to say, like, no, we're done. Like, I can't do this. Yeah. You know, you got to go do your thing as queen of hell and I got to go like fucking find myself. So it was, it yeah. was really well done. Uh, yeah, that was one of my best moments as well. I think I'm going to give my best moment to the Pontius Pilate sequence because I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. And, like one one thing that I will say is this show is so visually appealing. Like it's not even normal. Like I looked at that scene and I was like, it's so yeah. pretty. They did such and, a like, good job. They did. They just did such a great job with the set design. Like everything, just feels very rich, and I'm very like, like they should be very proud of themselves. Whatever sure. they're doing with this show right now. WTF, WTF moment. moment. What was your WTF moment? Uh, WTF moment. I think is freaking Hilda's face and like how it's like oozing yeah. pus oh, and like ew. the spider eyes and like it's just so gross. Like every time yeah. I see it, I'm like, Ugh, like literally, like my <laughs> stomach like freak like freaks out. I'm like, this is so gross yeah again like so the nasty. visuals like i don't know where they got those the idea from but like it's just so disgusting so i feel like the idea was inspired by this one book called scary stories to tell in the dark where this like girl gets a pimple and she pops it and a bunch of fucking spiders come out yeah so disgusting like so, gross. so nasty but um yeah i feel like it was that vibe as well my WTF moment is gonna go to all the witches returning like so that final sequence so everybody's showing up at the very end um, and I'm really proud of them for kind of bringing back witches that we would know about. So like yeah, Lilla and connecting it all. the voodoo queen and bring it all. Yeah, bring it all together. So good job, guys. MVP. My MVP, I'm going to say Ambrose because I think, you know, really he's carried he's carried them the last couple of episodes. Yeah, he's like point. found, you know, solutions to everything. He's been reading all his books like honestly like without his knowledge like i don't know where they would even be right now they'd be like dead so yeah 100%. Uh, like you know we never choose ambrose really as our mvp but i gotta give it to him this time because he's like carried them so oh show my mvp i'm gonna give it to sabrini for just getting the bowl even though she was a little ruthless with caliban i think that she's trying to hold it all together um that scene with nick was like amazing and then like she's obviously heartbroken but she's like staying strong and i'm like proud of her as a character to just like forge ahead you know yeah lvp who's the lvp 
Um, my LVP, I put Wardwell, but honestly, like now that we've gone through the episode, I'm like, I don't think anymore that she's my LVP. Yeah. Um, because she's been she's been by Sabrina's side the whole time and like she's been trying to help her. So I don't think she's my LVP. Uh and I think I would probably agree with yours because I don't know who else I would choose. Yeah, mine's gonna be Harvey again for a second episode in a row. Only yeah. because he went back to that fucking carnival like a dumbass and uh, like I said, I know that he did it because he was a little bit under the influence of the Dark Lord, but I just kind of hate the fact, in a way, I almost am annoyed that they're giving him this storyline again, and especially two episodes in a row. Like, don't go back to the fucking carnival that you literally, your girlfriend got bitten at again. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like just leave it alone. Why would you keep going back there? So annoying. Yeah. The, the best, best line. line. What was your best line? Best line is going to go to Wardwell when she talks to Sabrina at the end and she says, didn't anyone tell you queens aren't allowed to cry? Yeah. I was like, cute. Yacht empowerment. It was just, yeah, very strong moment. Loved hearing her say that to her. Um, mine, That was one of mine as well. But my other best line was what she says to Nick, that final breakup scene where she says, kiss me, please. And he says, if I kiss you, Spellman, I'll yeah. never be able to walk away. Yeah, that was sad. I was like, R.I.P. That relationship. So that is the end of the episode. We have our announcements. We have our contest going on right now for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and a pop socket to enter. All you need to do is rate, comment on our iTunes page, and you'll be entered in the draw. We're extending this contest to the end of Riverdale Season 4, so make sure you guys do it and enter. I'd like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode, our Rewinder Squad, White, Nicole, Faith, our Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Sarge, Serena, Slay, Kate, and Jessica, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamla, and Grace. Thanks, guys. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you get access to all things recap, rewind, exclusive contest content, and updates. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.